Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 55, where we're discussing Stranger in a Strange Land from season 3 of Lost. I wouldn't do that. The cavalry has arrived at last. I'd be much more impressed with you people if you had a good surgeon. We had an excellent surgeon, Chad. His name was Ethan. A very serious infection, Ben. That infected tissue needs to be reincised, debrided, and you need to be very closely monitored from here on out. There might be nerve damage or any number of other complications. You might not walk again. Your bedside manner leaves something to be desired, chat. Well, then, it's too bad you're stuck with me. Am I? You need a doctor, Ben. Someone to stay with you. Bring you back to good health. And here we go again. I've already given you a ticket off this island, Jack. What's it gonna cost me this time? Right now, your people are in a room deciding whether or not to execute Juliet. You're going to stop it. Juliet doesn't care about you, Jack. Doesn't matter what she's done. No matter what you think. She's one of us. Do we have a deal? Or not? Does Isabel have a walkie? They're already in the meeting. Then get me something to write on. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 55 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. Today, we're discussing Stranger in a Strange Land, a Jack-centric episode from season three. And probably my least favorite episode. All right. However, (laughs) I will say, you know, before um, I watched it again, I was about ready to dismiss this as like a turd supreme episode, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But after rewatching it, I did realize that or remember that there were some, a couple of really interesting things here, which we'll get into later that kind of almost redeemed the episode. But if you cut out all the the Jack in Thailand stuff, it's Mm -hmm. it's okay. Right. But just the whole... Jack and uh, Atra stuff is so boring. Yeah, to me. yeah. But uh, I'll kick us off here. Okay. Um, you know, on the boat, you know, Kate tries to get Sawyer to turn around and go back to get Jack. Mm-hmm. Basically, going back on what she's already, what he told her to do. Right. Um, already. And uh, Carl wakes up and says, you know, God loves you as he loved Jacob. Yeah. You know, which we saw when he was in his weird little freak out room. You know, yeah. room twenty three before. 
And Sawyer says, you know, sorry, Kate, Jack's on his own, basically refuses to go back. And later they're back on the beach and Carl wakes up again and says a couple of interesting things that I think we need to listen to. Okay. Shouldn't fight. When the hell did you wake up? You shouldn't fight because you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> Golly, I think he's got a point. That island we were on, is that where your people live? Just where we work. Work on what? Projects. Oh, sure. Like to steal a kid off the raft project? That was a humdinger. So you don't actually live on that island? Nope. Do you live here? On this island? Yes, ma'am. And what did you do with the people that you took? The kids. We give them a better life. Better than what? Better than yours. There's not going to be any moon tonight. It'll be dark. So Carl, it, it's I get the sense that Carl's kind of like this disgruntled, you know, Dharma person who's he's affiliated with what yeah. they're doing, mm-hmm. but he doesn't care and he's really not trying to keep any secrets. Yeah. And so he pretty much just tells them what they want to know. Mm-hmm. So he says they work on the island, you know, where Kate Sawyer and Jack have been locked up. Right. But they live on the same island mm-hmm. where the survivors crashed. Right. Um, and he also says she asks him what they did with the people that they took, all the kids. And he says, you know, they gave them a better life. Mm-hmm. Better than what? Better than yours. Right. So it's almost, it. I think we've talked about it kind of in the past how, you know, the, the people that the those kids were trapped with for so long, mm-hmm. you know, all have really screwed up lives. Yeah. And it's like they were taking them away from that and trying to put them somewhere safer and better. Yeah, definitely. Um, but of course, we don't know what that looks like if they were sent back to, you know, home or if they're... With you them. know, yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah, uh, I I think um, actually, you know, going back to whenever we saw the others' perspectives from when the plane crashed, mm-hmm. that guess that I mean, I, I thought that they were on a different island at that point, but it seems to me like that was their home on right. the same island, right? You know, so yeah. so yeah, that kind of cleared so that up for me. Yeah, good. Okay. So in his cell, you know, you know, Tom comes in, you know, to Jack's cell and says they're you know going to move him. And Jack doesn't believe him. You know, he basically thinks they're planning to kill him yeah. and that they should at least respect him enough to not to lie to his face. And Tom asks him, what kind of people do you think we are? And uh, Jack runs off the list of the things that have happened, you know, that the others have done and in the past, you know, taking clear, hanging Charlie, all this stuff. And Tom basically tells him that people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me, Jack hasn't really done much of anything. Right. I mean, yeah, he's he's been involved with a group who's done a lot of really screwed up things, mm-hmm. but he himself hasn't done anything that makes him unworthy of calling them out on what they've done. Yeah, I agree. You know? And um, you know, are they you know taking him out of his cell? You know, as they're taking him out of his cell, they pass Juliet. You know, who's also being taken somewhere mm-hmm. and is handcuffed. And uh, later, Tom tells Jack that, you know, Juliet is being placed in his old cell, that she's in trouble. Right. And we see that, you know, the quality of food they're feeding, you know, him him worsens considerably uh, when Tom kind of slides a sandwich through the bars yeah, of his new cell. exactly. It's, it's not toasted, and Jack complains about it. But it, it seems clear that Juliet was taking special care of Jack. Mm-hmm. That what she wasn't just making a delivery of the food, 
you know, she'd made it herself. Like exactly. She said. Yeah, exactly. You, and I made a note of that, that they're totally t- treating Jack differently now. I mean, uh-huh. um, well, and what, well, I guess probably what the, you, like you just said, it wasn't that the, the others had any intention of treating Jack differently anyways. It uh-huh. was Juliet. Yeah. You know, completely Juliet. It wasn't like a right. plan. Yeah. And uh, I think that's more just a reflection of who she is more right. than anything about the way she feels about Jack. Right. Exactly. She, you know, just like we learned, you know, the last episode, she's not quite the same as everybody else. Yeah, exactly. She has a little more compassion and was trying to treat him better. Yeah. Which is really cool. And, uh, you know, in a flashback, we see Jack on the beach in Thailand. Uh, he meets a woman named Achara who helped him assemble his kite, which I don't know why in the world he couldn't put together a kite. Right. I, yeah, you're a doctor. <laughs> he was fumbling through that like crazy. Yeah, it was you're, ridiculous. You're, you're a spinal doctor. Yeah. But you can't put, <laughs> you know, these simple kite together. Right. But, yeah. No, he later goes on a date with her, you know, and while they're eating, her brother brings her the big wad of cash, you mm-hmm. know, for something. Mm-hmm. And she says she has a has a gift. And he, what he makes some comment about, you know, it must be an awesome, you know, heck of a gift yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back in his cell, you know, one <clears> of the others, Isabel, you know, takes the liberty of reading his tattoo to him. And they make a big deal about what it says and how it's ironic, yeah. yada, yada, yada. And she then takes him with her to, you know, to ask him a question, a few questions about Juliet. Right. She comments that most of the others don't like going there Mm -hmm. to that island, uh, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And basically their questions are to to determine, you know, whether or not Juliet had planned to kill Ben. And uh, he lies and said that, you know, he lied when he accused her of plotting to kill Ben. Mm-hmm. And later Jack wakes up and uh, there's a bunch of, you know, people watching him like he's an animal in a zoo. Yep. Really, really crazy. It reminded me of an old Twilight Zone yeah. episode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the people is the flight attendant from the plane. Let's listen to that. not that simple what are they doing here right now what are you doing here we're here to watch Jack watch what what is it sweetheart she she wants to know how Anna Lucy is doing Are you serious? If you've got something to watch, Cindy, go watch it! Go! So she says, or he asks why she's there, and Mm -hmm. she says it's complicated, um, which is super interesting to me because there's some reason, some logical reason why she and all these other people are there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but isn't willing to tell him mm-hmm. why that is. And she says they're there to watch. What the heck are they wa- there to watch? 
I mean, um, I, I didn't get them. I didn't think that she meant they were there to watch him. No, I mean later I think they tell us what they're there to watch. Mm-hmm. It's the trial. Oh, you think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like to me it was like the Salem witch trial. You know, it's right. like you know it's this whole thing and mm-hmm. and they you know later they're in the that council and I guess it's like basically I think to me it's like an accountability thing. It's like if you do anything that breaks the rules this is it's public display and this is what happens and you you know you're judged by the community and Mm -hmm. so forth i mean it really seemed like that's the kind of environment that they they live in you know yeah but i don't understand why if that even if that's the case why those people are there why is this flight attendant from the plane there you know yeah basically taking part Mm -hmm. in being one of the community you know the two kids that were on the beach with Ana lucia are there I just taking assume, part in the community. I just assume that they were now a part of the community. Okay. You know, like they they joined the others, you know, they, they did take them, but now they're living among them, you know, right. with, with the other group, you know. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I guess we have been given enough information to assume that the people that they take are the good people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I don't see how, what it would look like for them to have convinced those people to become part of their group. Uh, it's, I mean, I I guess if they gave them the reason, I mean, like she said, it's complicated. Uh-huh. If they told them, you know, this is what's going on, you know, I think it'd be fairly easy to say, look, your friends are going to go through such and such, such and such. Right. But, you know, you have been chosen not to be go through that. This is part of a experiment. Right. Da, 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 uh-huh. da. You know, I think I'd have a lot more understanding and go along with a lot more knowing that that's true yeah knowing that they had spared you from going through this you'll be more likely yeah. to trust them and even if they were telling me that hey look we're not we're not out to hurt your friends that you know they're it, they hurt one another that's up mm-hmm. to them but it's right. you know not our intentions to do that and kind of explained it as more of a if you know i don't know i guess like i said like an experiment you know then i think i would probably have a little more uh, understanding and actually be like, well, okay, it's better. It's actually good for them to go through this. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. That's true. Now, one thing that I thought was pretty cool is <clears throat> there were a lot of people. Yeah. There I mean, was. there was a big group and obviously we, not that many people have been taken yeah. that we've seen. And, um, if, if she is, well, I guess it just could be a random group of others mm-hmm. that we don't know who they are, but I guess I kind of made a connection that since they were all there together and we knew Cindy and those kids had been taken, that they had been taken mm-hmm. as well. Um, but that's, who knows whether or not that's the case. Yeah. But I just thought mm-hmm. it was interesting that there was a big group of people we've yeah. never seen before. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I wondered that myself, who they were. I mean, mm-hmm. like, where they had came from. and Right. So, but, yeah, I don't know. At this point, there's nothing indicating that they were definitely not part of the flight. Right. But, yeah. Else, come from elsewhere, so. Right. And so one of the children, you know, comes up and asks, you know, how Ana Lucia is doing, uh, which I don't think they were the exact same kids that we saw in that episode, the other 48 days. They right. may have been, I, but I think they were meant to be those two yeah. two kids. Um, and of course, you know, that was really interesting too, because, you know, the kids were taken. We had no clue what happened yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, and then the, let's see here. They had a stuffed bear, much like the one that mm-hmm. Echo and, you know, Jen saw in the jungle while they were hiding. But I, that one didn't look as torn up right. and nasty yeah. to me. Yeah, I don't know if, like, uh, maybe when they saw when they saw him, maybe it was not not too long after they'd been taken. Right. Um, 
and it was, but maybe they replaced it for so maybe, him, Or maybe you know? they popped it in the washer and dryer. Yeah, and just cleaned, cleaned it up cleaned for Cleaned it up for him a little bit. Yeah. But I thought that was worth noting. Yeah. So uh, back in Thailand, you know, Jack's relationship continues with Atra, and he uh, wants to learn more about her, but she says there are things that happen there that you can never understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your gift, Jack says. Yes, like my gift. And uh, Jack later follows her to work and discovers that she is a tattoo artist mm-hmm. or not a tattoo artist. Yeah. And she's pretty miffed about it, you know, about him following her and all this stuff. And she says she's able to see who people are. It's not decoration. It's definition. Mm -hmm. And that's her gift. And my initial response was, hmm, yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm not as into the stuff as some people would be about the tattoos and all that. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It doesn't seem very. It's anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> okay. And, you know, he asks her to tell him who he is, and she is almost scared, like Jack's some major force to be reckoned with right. or something. And she says he's a leader, a great man, but that makes him lonely and angry. Yeah. Uh, and he says, now put it on me. You yeah. Know? And, um, you know, she resists and says there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. So just, I mean, do you see my frustration with this, this no, episode? Definitely. Like, the fact that, like Jack has this like really animalistic side that comes out in him because yeah. he, he wants a tattoo that tells who he is. And yeah, I didn't like that. Part so different than who he is. Yeah. I mean, even to the point of like his almost abusive behavior. Exactly. Like to me, that was, I mean, because like, he wanted the tattoo from a woman he barely knows. Yeah. And he, he grabs her and, you know, basically manhandles her. Right. And, and, tells her she's going to do this. Yeah, it's like the I mean it's like it's almost like some symbol for for raping her yeah. almost. Like he forces her to do this even exactly. though she doesn't want to do it. And the retaliation, you know, from the local guys, you know, afterwards and they kind of gang up same on him idea. and beat him up. It's almost the same response mm-hmm. he would have if he had raped her or something. Exactly. And it's just so weird. It's just I mean they force him to leave the country. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. I no. mean, like maybe this is just something I don't understand. Maybe there is some big, like, you know, understanding amongst a lot of people about tattoos and the importance and the symbolism and, and all this stuff. No. But to me, it's like, has nothing to do with anything on this show. No. And I, like you, you and I talked about this. It's like, kind of like they, they tried to, I guess probably explain a tattoo if it's really a tattoo. Uh-huh. But like, I think you could even, even if you would have said, uh, early on in, in college, you know, like you yeah. got drunk and, yeah. you know, tell <laughs> that me that. That would a million times better. Tell yeah. me that. Yeah. Don't, don't let him like abuse a woman to right. give me this tattoo to mean something. And it was just was like, yeah. I don't know. It was very unjack like, right. Um, in his, in his character and just very di- kind of disturbing. Yeah. We can talk about a little bit more at the end, but, right. but I have some, some theories about that. Okay. Um, so in his cage, you know, Alex comes and visits Jack and she wants to know why he still fixed Ben, even after all Ben had mm-hmm. done to him and the other survivors. And he asks her, you know, where Juliet is. And, you know, she says they're reading her verdict and uh, she's on trial for killing one of their own. Right. And, you know, Pickett, of course, you know, who <clears> was about to kill Sawyer. And uh, Jack goes, you know, to talk with Ben about his infected back and uh, makes a comment about how Ben is stuck with him mm-hmm. and how if Jack's going to, to help him, you know, get over the infection, Ben has to keep Juliet from being yeah. executed. And, you know, Ben, of course, says that she doesn't care about him and, you know, that she doesn't, you know, couldn't care less, basically. Mm-hmm. 
And Ben asks if, you know, Isabel has a walkie-talkie, and Alex says they're already in the meeting. And Ben says, well, get me something to write on, as if he can't contact them once the meeting has started. Right, exactly. Which yeah. I thought was really, really, really uh, mysterious. Yeah, it, like I said, it kind of goes back to this, like, almost primitive, uh-huh. like, set of laws. Like, you know, it's right. like there's some things that are unbreakable, and, mm-hmm. and, and there's no communication from the outside after these things happen, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a closed deal, you know? Right. But, it, but the fact that he was still going to write a note to her though, yeah. it, you know, suggested that he was going to interrupt the meeting. Right. But he just couldn't do it with a walkie talkie. Yeah. Like, yeah. For some reason they couldn't have like, or maybe it was turned off. The meeting had started. So she had turned it off and couldn't get, gotten yeah, the, call like anyway. the cell phone rule. You yeah, know, you get in place. You don't want to be, you know, interrupted with a cell right. phone call, which you it know could be as something as simple as that. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> but it does seem kind of weird that that they, I mean, if there's so much going on, on island, like why you couldn't have it turned down or mm-hmm. something like that, especially if someone could intervene and say, oh, by the way, no, we're not gonna do this. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, with Ben not being able to be there exactly. physically, you would want to have that line of communication yeah. open. So, you know, later Jack and Alex go to the place where the meeting is happening and Jack gets a look inside and sees Juliet sitting there in the front of the class. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, you know, it's like they're all talking about it and she's sitting up there in the front, right. you know, while they're talking about it. And Tom was very upset that Jack was there. Yeah. Like he was about to beat him down. Oh, yeah, hard. definitely see a different kind of side of Tom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, like he shouldn't be seeing this meeting room mm-hmm. itself. He shouldn't even know that this part of it exists. Yep. Almost. He's an outsider and right. this is a closed meeting. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And Alex gives, you know, the paper to Isabel and, you know, Ben has taken execution off the table, um, but has ordered that she be marked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Juliet later tells Jack that they'll be leaving, you know, that island and going back to their, you know, where Ben calls home. Right. And we find out, you know, that Jack's tattoo says he walks among us, but he is not one of us. Right. And Jack says that's what it says, but that's not what it means. Right. And um, that's the last note I had about the episode. Of course, we see what Juliet's mark is. I couldn't really make out what it was. It was like a kind of like a line and each side had these arrows pointing into it or something. But I couldn't figure out what that would possibly mean. Yeah. I mean, to me, like... The only reason why I can see that they went with a tattoo route on this one is because it kind of relates to Juliet. Mm-hmm. You know, she was marked. He was marked. Right. You know, they both at this point were outcast by their their, their group. Right. You know, so, I mean, obviously there's the, the, the parallel there. I mean. Right. I guess, but, I mean, to sum it up, it's like everybody on this show for this episode became like a junior high student again. Yeah. And, you know, they're making big deals about tattoos, marking Juliet for what for her crimes. Mm-hmm. It just seems really stupid to me. Yeah. I mean, at least they, you know, put it on her back so she could pass it off as like pseudo attractive later on in life or something. It's just yeah. like even putting mm-hmm. it on her back there just yeah. seemed like so weird to me. Well, let me just let me just come out on the record and say that I have I have what I call an LBT. And that's a lower back tap. OK. <laughs> and I'm in a support group for it because. You know, at one point it was kind of cool, f- even for guys right. to do that. Well, now it's just a joke. Okay. Well, listen though. The, I mean, it's one th- that is that has nothing to do with lower back tats. It's oh. the fact that they were going to mark her, but they put it somewhere where she could possibly pass it off as attractive later on. That's, that's true. Like if they're going to mark put somebody, put something. it on the back of her neck or on her arm or yeah. somewhere where it's not, you know, 
um, a fashion statement. Well, yeah. Well, know? no way am I taking up for LBTs. I'm saying it's the most <laughs> ridiculous thing ever. I can't. I'm trying. Right. I want mine off. Yeah. You know, but but no. Yeah, I think it was. It was. It was kind of weird. It, like you said, it wasn't like visible to like if she had done something that people are supposed to look at her different like scarlet i, I always go back to scarlet yeah, letter right you know it's like if she's done something then and everybody's supposed to go oh you know and see it's not uh-huh. like they're going to be seeing her lower back all the time right you know yeah like why bother marking her where no one is ever going to see it exactly unless unless it has something to do with like who she can be with like you know in an intimate way like right. she can't marry now and you know mm-hmm. if somebody's you know I, I don't know. I'm like, what? So flip her over. Wait a minute. Hey, wait, hey, wait a minute. We are not getting married. <laughs> We're not doing this. Obviously, you got a circle <laughs> of arrows around it. Yeah. Not doing this. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was, like you said, very just a, a weird episode. Yeah. I wish I had, I wish I could put into words exactly what I'm thinking, but it's almost like, man, um, you know, when somebody, like, they talk about something, they talk about it. And you can tell their motivation is to to make to hope that you think it's cool. Yeah. But they talk it down. Right. Like they'll say, you know, I got this stupid tattoo on my back. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, if you want to yeah. look at it, I wish I could take it off, but I can't. You know that you, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see it, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like that. She's like, well, I got marked on my back. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, Jack is you know just going on and on about these tattoos, and you know it's a tattoo. You know. Yeah. No kidding. And it's just I didn't get it at all. <clears throat> No, I mean honestly, if if this is like, the actors actually has this tattoo, yeah, their their, their attempt to explain it, yeah, I just don't think it was a great job. If it's actually they drew this on there for this episode, uh-huh. I mean, way too much effort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I, th- I do think he had it before. I think that's what caused all this. Um, okay, I think I recall there was a lot of talk about Jack's tattoos. And, like, you know, people had translated it, of course, did freeze frames of the tattoo so they could oh, figure really? out exactly what it said. So they probably did draw a parallel. Like, well, I can really see, you know, if that's really what it says, you know, you, he walks among us, but he is not one of us or whatever it was. You know, they would say, well, maybe this has something to do with the show then. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to explain that away, okay. I think. I don't um, know if it really does say that. I would assume because, I mean, there's a t- millions of people that watch the show and they're going to know yeah. whether or not that's what it says. I want. I mean, I want to know what the the. I want to know the real story behind the tattoo. Like right. you know, yeah. if he was like you know, basically like we said, drunk uh-huh. one night, but like put that on me. You I know, may look that up for next time. I might yeah. look that up and figure because I do think that story is out there somewhere. Okay, if I can find it again. Yeah, just kind of interesting there. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, mm. not my favorite episode, but we get the cool things about you know Carl kind of spilling the beans about right. what's going on. We get you know Cindy, the airline pilot, or pilot, the stewardess showing mm-hmm. up, you know, and the kids that were kidnapped showing up. So there are some cool things in the episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it had two things that we didn't really talk about too much, uh-huh. but um, we see um, that we kind of see a different side of Sawyer when he talks mm-hmm. to Carl. Right. about going after the one that you love, you know. Right. Some ladies are worth it and you know, yeah. some aren't kind of thing. Kind of in contrast to the way he's living his life prior to this and with Kate, you right. know. Yeah. Um, and also it was kind of interesting because Carl didn't know what the Brady Bunch was. Yeah. So that True. to me made me think that they aren't cultured yeah. in the same They're way. They're totally cut off from right. the rest of the world. Exactly. Yep. Um, so, um, and I, oh, and we find out obviously we knew this before, but it makes more sense. We had talked about this, but Ethan was their doctor. Right. And we have mm-hmm. talked about, well, if you're going to have a, 
you know, someone, uh, a, a surgeon or, or we know we said something about them having a need a general doctor, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. Actually, there <clears> were a couple of comments in that, that scene that I wanted to, to bring out. Um, first, yeah, they tell that Ethan was their doctor before. Yeah. Um, but he made, Jack made a comment that you're stuck with me mm-hmm. and Ben's like, you know, are we right? And, you know, like he knows something Jack doesn't know. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And, and to the extent like, I almost took that as like, are you going to stay? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. will you, will you, are you? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was more questioning whether or not Jack was, you know, really there for them right. or not. Exactly. Kind of mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else from the episode? That's it. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening. On Sunday, we'll be discussing Trisha Tanaka is Dead, a Hurley-centric episode. And until then, y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.